Welcome to Lipstick Fitties, a beauty podcast. I'm your host, Atlanta makeup artist and content creator, Rachel Rose Mazza. I created this podcast to have unfiltered conversations about all things beauty. We're chilling with my friends and colleagues from all over the world in all different walks of life. This goes way beyond the glossy facade of social media. Sometimes we don't get to know the personalities behind the people who create with their heart and soul. I'm talking to everyone from pro makeup artists to beauty enthusiasts, from influencers to entrepreneurs, and everyone in between. Lipstick Biddies is a community we're building that is truly interactive with you listeners. So if you're someone who wants to learn some shit, get inspired, and have a good-ass time, this podcast is for you. Who are the faces behind the faces? Keep listening to find out. Hello, beautiful biddies. Welcome back to the Lipstick Biddies podcast. It is your host, Rachel, here. I'm so, so, so excited to have you back this week. Um, I am finally back in Atlanta. As you may know, if you follow me on social media, I'm finally back in Atlanta, settling in, getting back to work, getting back to uh, engaging on social media. It's been like a wild ride, y'all. Like, it's seriously been like uh, such a time like of reflection being back in New York and now being back in Atlanta. I'm like trying to adjust and it's been, it's been a trip, you know, uh, a couple things before I get into, um, the podcast, um, want to let you know who our guest today is. So our guest today is Rachel Austin Boxley. You can find her on Instagram at Rachel Austin Boxley. She is amazing. She's such a wonderful, wonderful person, guys. She is a makeup artist in Richmond, Virginia. She does boudoir um, makeup for a boudoir photographer. She does uh, bridal makeup. She works in film. She's just an all-around really creative person. She does art. So um, we met on Instagram, and our friendship has really blossomed, especially because she was my very first Patreon subscriber, which you always hear me talk about, um, which it truly gives you a more immersive and intimate experience with the Biddy community, the Lipstick Biddies community. Um, I get to really know my patrons much more intimately than I do everybody else. So I got to know her really well throughout the past, I don't know, six months. Um, and she's really an amazing person. She's such a talented artist. I'm so excited for her to be here today and talk about everything that she does, especially boudoir, guys, because it is a great industry to be in, um, especially if you're looking to really hone your skills, get with a photographer, um, and, you know, do these beautiful lingerie shoots. She's going to tell you all about it. Um, she also talks about her experience. She's working on a film right now. All, all these really fun things, guys. So I'm um, really excited to have her here. Make sure to give her a follow. Um, couple really exciting things that are coming up um, in person in the Lipstick Biddies community. Our Atlanta Lipstick Biddies meetup is next Thursday, which is August 26th. Please DM me. Guess what? We have amazing, amazing sponsors for this meetup, you guys. We have these amazing swag bags that our sponsors are putting together with like so much like goodies. It, it's incredible. I, people are so generous right now. So I wanted to mention, of course, our Lipstick Biddies uh, get together, um, our Lipstick Biddies meetup sponsors, and they're, we're sponsored by Norcosco Atlantis Costume, uh, which is one of the best places to get all of your makeup beauty supplies here in Atlanta, Georgia, as well as online. We're also sponsored by B3 Be Brush Beauty Bomb, which is an amazing skincare line. Uh, we're also sponsored by Breakups to Makeup 
Makeup, which is those cute little um, makeup clutches. And Angelique has been a podcast guest. Also, the Ruby May Cosmetics is sponsoring us, which is one of my favorite brands for sparkly eyeshadow, intense pigmented eyeshadows um, and glitters. They're amazing. I've worked with them at the makeup show plenty of times, which I really love them as a brand. And Nikki, the owner, is incredible and so generous for this um, meetup. Another sponsor that we have is a local skincare company and hair care company called Shonda's Botanicals. And she's uh, giving out everybody little samples in bags. So not only do we have samples, we have like full size makeup, guys. Like <laughs> It is going to be fucking popping off. In addition, we will have some Lipstick Biddies merch. It is really exciting. Um, and our merch and our new logo, you'll see probably in the next week, the people who come to the meetup are going to be the person first round of people that have access to the merch as well as the patrons. So make sure if you're interested in joining our Patreon community, the link is in the bio, the link is in the show notes. It is a more immersive way, like I said, to get involved in this podcast community. With your membership comes a access to a private Lipstick Biddies community Facebook group, which we support each other. And I just literally like it is it is anything and everything, but it's a really great way to connect with people all around the world. Um, you also get a podcast shout out. And our newest patron is Artistry Like Bam. He is a makeup artist in Chicago. So make sure to connect with him, especially if you're in the Chicago area. So make sure to sign up for the Patreon if you're looking to have that more immersive experience. And hey, who knows, maybe you'll be on the podcast sometime in the future if you're a patron. I get to know you better. So that has uh, definitely brought me to... Um you know, Rachel and certain other people that I have lined up for you. Um, another thing that I wanted to um, shout out, of course, is if you are enjoying this podcast, make sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It is the best way to grow this audience, grow this community, and it really, really helps um, boost the engagement for this podcast. So please, please, please rate, review, and subscribe if you have not already, and make sure to take a screenshot and tag me and Rachel um, at Lipstick Biddies, at Rachel Rose Makeup, and at Rachel Austin Boxley with anything you learned or loved about about this podcast and use hashtag lipstick biddies if you'd like to be featured in an in-feed post. Um, so make sure on the, whatever post that you'd like me to see to tag lipstick biddies and hashtag lipstick biddies. And, and like I mentioned, another new thing that's going to be coming up is the logo and merch. So keep an eye out for that. One last final, final thing. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, I'm kicking off my Thirsty Thursday lives again with, um, next tomorrow tomorrow so tomorrow is our first time back with thirsty thursday makeup live where i do my makeup with friends uh chat about life and yeah it's have a beverage so i'm bringing on a very special guest for tomorrow's live it is ashley restroom rituals which i'm really excited to have her she's fucking hysterical guys make sure to follow her um and that's pretty much it so t stay tuned for more upcoming guests on the thirsty thursday makeup and um yeah I hope you enjoy the episode and we will talk to you soon. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Lipstick Biddies podcast. This is your host, Rachel, here, of course. I'm so excited for this episode, Biddies, because if you do know, obviously, I've been traveling a little bit. I've been in New York. I'm actually in the process of driving down to Atlanta and I had to make a road stop to meet one of my online friends, Miss Rachel Austin Boxley, who is our podcast guest today. 
How are you, Rachel? I'm great. How are you? I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, me too. Me too. <laughs> At the time of recording this, it's about like quarter to 7 p.m. And we just got massive iced coffees. <laughs> <laughs> so usually like hear this, I'm usually like, you know, drinking an alcoholic beverage. So yeah. you're going to just see this get a little bit more manic towards the end, I'm sure. Because <laughs> like the coffee is definitely going to hit us. And then that's going to be really fun for me to sleep. <laughs> we'll figure it out. We got, we got that wine we can drink later. Right. Yeah, we have that wine. My parents have such good wine at their apartment or at their house. Oh, my God. I'm, like, so delirious. My parents have <laughs> my parents have such good wine at their house, and it's really funny because, like, they have this enormous wine, like, fridge. They don't, they're not huge wine drinkers. Like, my mom drinks Tito's. My dad drinks tequila. But everybody brings wine to their house, so it just ends up happening where they just only open it when company's there, but mm-hmm. they also don't entertain as much anymore. So it was really funny because I got home and I was like, wow, I've never seen the fridge this stock. They're like, yeah, because you haven't been here. (laughs) Meaning you're not drinking the wine. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs) So, of course, I made sure to put a good dent in there and I brought down some wine from Cake Red Cellars, which is actually from Napa. And now I've been like spoiled because I'm like, fuck, I'm gonna have to go back to drinking shitty wine and being hungover every day of my life. (laughs) Cause like that's pretty much what it's been and now i have had nice wine it's like yeah be an issue so rachel you and i met online i feel like very like serendipitously because like it wasn't through the makeup show it wasn't through like Danessa Myers angels like literally i don't know we just started talking one day like through like i saw your content um maybe it was through jillian that you were doing a live with her i think was maybe the first time that i saw you i think it was before that i think um I think I had you had you had posted one of your like reels or TikToks, <laughs> um, and I think it was on like a, what is it makeup artist dank memes or something like that. Yes, I think there was something on that. It it was I honestly I can't even pinpoint it, but I think um, you had followed me or I had followed you, and then. Oh, I, you know, I think someone had mentioned the podcast and at mm. the time, like I go, I'm like such a granny. I like go on my evening walks and listen to my podcast. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like, I'm really trying to um, like really hone in on my career and where I want to go. And mm. um, yeah, so I started listening to your podcast. And then um, I don't know, it was like all of the good brain juju and yeah. like the brain waves. And there were days where... I listened to your podcast and then you would like send me a message and I'd be like, oh my God, I was just listening to your podcast. Oh, it's so weird. That's so funny. I didn't know that. Like it's, it's so if you didn't know, uh, so Rachel's a makeup artist here in Richmond, Virginia. Um, Rachel's a podcast listener. um, And she's also one of, she was like my first Patreon subscribers. So like Rachel's literally, you've been like one of my like day one OG biddies. Like she even, um, I'm, at the time of the, when this airs, we may or may not have seen my new logo. Rachel actually like was a huge help in like the process. I was working with a graphic designer, but both Rachel and my other friend Andra May Johnson, who's been on the podcast, um, I was kind of like asking them for like you know creative input. So like I'm so appreciative of you and like your help like <laughs> moving this along because like there was a lot of times you know we we talk about like imposter syndrome and like self-doubt and you know you videos think that I'm like on top of the world like living in life but like I'm only human so like we've had like many heart-to-hearts about like you know what am I doing is this right like what like yeah and you've like really helped you really helped me like gas me up and it's important to have like friends like you like in each other's lives that you could like 
you know, lean on each other when you're feeling doubtful. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, right right back at you, you know what I mean? I, I feel like I, I think one of our first conversations, I was like, I think we ended up, like, talking shop, and I was asking some advice, and you were, like, super helpful, and you were like, no, don't let them take advantage of you, <laughs> blah, 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 blah. And I was like, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and uh, definitely on like a video call. I, I'll get some of you biddies have been on video calls with me. I mean, fucking video call me. I like anytime. Clearly. Yeah. <laughs> I'll end up at your house six months later. Yeah. Like. I mean, I feel like it's Instagram is in social media is such a like weird like and I say this in a good way. Like I um, it, it's such a phenomenon to me because um, before I started doing makeup, I really you know as a bartender and I didn't I just it was like a thing that I posted on you know Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a tool that I used to create and be an artist and you know grow my business and it's interesting you know when I when I got in the in the beauty world I was so um uh cautious because I was like is this gonna be like double wears Prada shit where um people are gonna be catty and territorial Mm -hmm. and not like uh, lifting each other up and being kind to each other. And um, I've experienced nothing but positive and warm, welcoming people. And I think that also, I'm not saying it's just like happened on its own. I think I do try to surround myself by those those people. But, um, you know, I feel like um, between you and Jillian, who I haven't really talked to Jillian in a while. Um, mm-hmm. but Shout out Jillian Dawson. Yeah, we love, love you. you. <laughs> Jinx. Um also yeah. Rachel and I are both Libras and we obviously both have the same I think that is how we started yeah. talking we're like oh my god you're like such a cliche like a, oh my god your name is Rachel too oh my god we're Libras too we must be best friends <laughs> and we're makeup artists too oh my god we're makeup artists too <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was totally like that <laughs> <laughs> like one of those like first day at camp things where you're like, oh my god, we have the same sandals. We're friends now. Yeah, exactly. Like, exactly. Good, good judge of character. Anyways, so. But yeah, I mean, I just I feel like, and Jillian says this too. Um, you know, I feel like when you find your people, you know, like it's it's pretty. It's not always instant, but um, yeah, I just feel like. I've known you for years and it's easy and yeah so like right back at you like you support me I support you yeah you know what I Fuck mean yeah I love it yeah. I love it you gotta yeah you gotta keep these kind of people close to you and that's why I love people like you I love people that are in the patreon like everybody's so supportive um I have you know the relationship that I have with the patreon biddy is like it's it's really uh you guys really like help seriously push me along when I'm like feeling doubtful also Rachel um by the way if you're watching you're if you're not watching this on YouTube Rachel did my makeup today yeah <laughs> and I look fucking fantastic let me go up to the camera so you could see we got a little like pink eye moment some like really nice beautiful skin glowing one of your staple products is the Willita skin food yeah um so when I first started really getting into um makeup one of my uh mentors um who kind of like when I first first started I was like I came to her and she was like a mutual friend now she's a friend but a mutual uh friend and I was like I don't really know where to begin what do I do and she gave me so much so many resources Mm -hmm. and directions that I could go in um and one of the people that she said that I should follow is Katie Jane Hughes Mm -hmm. and I immediately fell in love with Katie because I think at the time um 
we were, and this was like almost three years ago, um, and it, it's just amazing to see how far makeup and social media and, um, I don't want to say fads, but for lack of a better, you know, like, um, trends, trends yeah. thank you, trends ha- are, are changing, and I feel like <clears throat> less is more, and I've always felt that way about makeup, um, and I just love Katie because she's got, uh, like, she uses color and texture and is, like, not afraid to do something weird with her makeup, but yet she does skin so, like, in a way that I was like, oh, mm. I don't have to, like, cake on a million layers to feel like I'm doing makeup. This is right. wonderful, and she's a professional. Anyways, long story short, um, she uh, has she uses Walita all the time, mm. and I had used it as a bartender on my hands because it was so good and never really thought to think, like, that it was... A, okay to use on your face or that it would look good under makeup. And once I started using under makeup, I was just like, oh my God, this is a game changer. It's just, it literally like soaks into your skin and it just, it, it, the makeup, it almost like sticks to, it adheres to your makeup. It just looks so good. It looks really pretty. And um, yeah, it's, it's in my kit. Um, I use that and then the Walita Skin Food Light. Mm -hmm. Um, And those are basically my moisturizers. I have some other ones, like if people um, are sensitive to like fragrance or Mm -hmm. there, there is lanolin in it. Okay. Um, So if someone has like a lanolin allergy, I use something different. But pretty much uh, on all my clients, they get a nice dose of Lee's skin. And she gave me a little light facial massage. That's always nice to work in. Yeah. So um, you work, I mean, you you do a lot of different things. Did you start doing, because I know you also do makeup looks on your Instagram, Mm -hmm. um, which came first? Are you like self-taught or did you start like doing makeup like on clients first or content creating or like kind of both? Um... As far as, like, my career, I yeah. would say, yeah, I started doing, um, I started doing makeup on Friends. And um, I, so, but when I, um, I'll be 30 in October, so when I was, like, in my early 20s, like, 19 to 21, um, I wanted to be a photographer. Mm-hmm. And so I do have a little bit of a photography background. I mean, now, like, there's, technology has changed so much, and... You know, I, I, I can take a good photo, but I, I would not call myself a photographer. But, um, at, you know, at the time, I got, like, a little Polaroid and just started doing makeup on my friends mm-hmm. and taking pictures. Mm-hmm. And I had, like, a separate Instagram that was called Doll Baby Angel Cakes. And I... <laughs> um, Sorry. No, no. So that's a nickname. Doll Baby Angel Cakes. That's a nickname that my dad would call me. Okay. And so eventually I am going to, like, use that name at some point. But... Um, that could be your LLC. Yeah, I think it might be my <laughs> LLC. Um, but I, you know, as kind of we were talking earlier today, um, having two accounts is uh, insane. Yeah. And I I do find that I get easily overwhelmed with social media, even though I love it. And I love, like, uh, being inspired and soaking in content. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I just eventually, like, switched. Um, and then shortly after that... I met uh, one of the photographers that I work with doing boudoir mm-hmm. and started doing gigs with them. And then um, my friend Summer, who like was the uh, 
like who introduced me to Katie Jane Hughes. Mm-hmm. She also was like, hey, she used to work for Mac for years and years. Now she just is, she's an esthetician. So she does like all things like waxing and eyebrows uh-huh. and lashes and stuff. Um, but she was like, you know, let me call up some of my Mac girls and uh, see what they got going on. It was like November at the time. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know, they're always looking for people on the, ho- on the holidays. Yeah. And so I ended up um, doing an interview with Mac it was so weird because I, um, I like it during the interview, the, um, I don't even know her title, but like the manager uh-huh. that, uh, interviewed me, it was so nerve wracking. I was shaking. Um, and she would kept talking in like future tense. Okay. So I was like, okay, so I think I have a job. Uh-huh. Well then like, she was like, so they, they also at the time Nordstrom, um, had a position for a, um. A counter manager and like mm-hmm. I didn't know shit about running a counter but I applied for it anyways because I was like I don't know let's just yeah. give it a whirl yeah. you never yeah. know yeah um anyways they ended up putting me long story short they ended up putting me in women's fragrance like <laughs> I, I went to the interview with the um beauty department manager mm-hmm. at Nordstrom did the whole interview with her and then she was like okay so we're gonna put you in women's fragrance and I went ah, okay so then I was in Women's Fragrance for like two weeks. Actually, funny enough, ended up making more in commission with Women's Fragrance. Because there's it, such higher sales. So the sales yeah. were through. Like there were, I'd, I'd make like $1,000 sales. It was crazy. Right, because it's, yeah, because fragrances are just higher price point. Yeah. Like when I was working at retail, it was so hard to make commission because like, even though it's luxury products, it's like people are, like most people are only coming in to buy a couple things. Yeah. Like, a mascara, an eyeshadow, and like you know, it's like a hundred dollars, and yeah. I would get we would get like three percent commission, yeah. yeah, and it was like not even, yeah. Anyways, so um, <clears throat> so then I guess the basically the whole time while I was in like those two weeks that I was in women's fragrance, they had to do some like moving around of like HR sort of situation. Mm-hmm. And the department manager, who was always really sweet to me, she was like, I didn't want you to, like, leave, but I couldn't really tell you that you, like, were, like, you you were Mac-bound. And so, anyways, I ended up working at Mac for a couple of months, and the pandemic hit. Mac, yeah. And then, um, and I shortly kind of realized, I think Mac was kind of, like, uh, wanting to focus more on sales. Yeah. And as an artist, like, all I wanted to do is, is like, makeup. is makeup yeah. and touch people's faces. It sounds really, but really touch people's faces and, like, learn about the skin, learn about the products. And then they took that away, and then the pandemic hit, and I kind of was like, okay. Mm-hmm. I don't think, like, I was going to go back, but then I, when it hit, I was like, this is my chance to fully go freelance. Right, 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 right. And then I just haven't looked back. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do an episode at the time this airs. It's either going to be like, you know, it's around the time this airs um, about if you want to be a retail makeup artist. Because uh, I feel like a lot of people have asked the ins and outs of it. And I finally figured out a way that I could like, you know, tell the story in a way that's not going to get me sued. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, but it's, it's not for everybody. It's not for everybody. And there are pros and cons to it, and I want to, like, break it down. Absolutely. So, uh, you know, be on the lookout for that. If it's already aired, you know, just check just check and, like, look back and see when it's airing. Um, but anyway, so one of the one of the cool things about you that I've, I haven't had a makeup artist interview with um, someone who's 
done boudoir. Mm -hmm. And I've mentioned it a couple times in the earlier episodes uh, with Mickey because Mickey does also work with a boudoir photographer. And a lot of people were like, what's boudoir? Like, what is that? And like a lot of people don't even know what it is. Mm -hmm. And it's a great opportunity for makeup artists to, I mean, like do a lot of makeup. It's kind of almost like, well, I'll let you explain it. So can you explain like what a boudoir uh, makeup artist does like what boudoir even is and yeah yeah so um as as far as I know boudoir means like bedroom mm-hmm. um and so the idea is that uh they're in short they're like sexy lingerie photos that mm-hmm. you do for yourself or for your significant other um and and these are real people these we're are, not talking like models no. doing lingerie shoots these no. are real people yeah yeah uh, not that like models aren't real people, but like like uh, like women who are not professional models, right? Yeah, um, <clears throat> or or just people who are not professional models. Anyways, um, yeah. So I mean, that's kind of, that's kind of it in a nutshell. Um, but the the process is uh, it's it's interesting because they aren't professional models. So um, you know, when you go to like a set, like like a editorial fashion shoot with a model most of the time you know you do someone's makeup they don't really have any sort of input because like it's whatever whoever is the creative director right. be it the makeup artist or photographer or both you do the makeup and then the model just is like pose 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 mm-hmm. and then you get out of there mm-hmm. right you do and then that that's kind of it with boudoir um a, like specifically with the photographer that I work with a lot of these women are it's the first time in their life that they've done something for themselves. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are mothers, and as I mean, I don't know because I don't have any children of myself. But um, you know, being a parent is uh, consume. It's all consuming, and right. you don't have a lot of time for yourself. Um, or you know, these women, as I think you and I both know, it's like hard to be a, a human being out there. It's like rough, right. and so they want to do something that makes themselves. Uh, feel better and feel more confident and more comfortable mm-hmm. in their skin. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think there's that big aspect of the boudoir, which um, at its core, I think is what I ultimately like about makeup is that um, you you are able to express yourself in a way that makes you feel good mm-hmm. and makes life easier. Um, so yeah, I, I basically that's that's where I really started doing uh, doing makeup. Mm-hmm. was what it is I, I still do a lot of boudoir um but yeah it's like it's so fun because um most of these women um and I say women because I currently have not worked on anyone that is uh um a male, Gen- uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, do you do have you done any couple sessions we have done one couple session okay. yeah yeah um, and I actually did no male grooming on, on him. Okay. Um, but I did do makeup on her. Um, and that was, they were so fun. Um, but yeah, so t- like, I guess typically how, how it works is, um, I come in before the photographer and I spend time with, um, the client. Um, and it, it's not always like a, a therapy session, but like sometimes I have someone that's like, really nervous so mm-hmm. it's like mm-hmm. you know I usually do the little massage thing and I mm-hmm. get them like excited but calm you know and, and ready um, yeah do, do their makeup and then I do their hair and then um, the photographer will show up and um, then 
Uh, oh, th this is what I, I, I kind of went off on a tangent, but <laughs> sorry, I, I'm going to always go off on a tangent. You're good. You're I'll, good. I'll, I'll, I'll come back around You're to good. my point. I'll keep you on track too. <laughs> I'll keep you on track. Don't worry. <laughs> um, sorry. So yeah. So, so after I do the makeup and hair, then the photographer will kind of do a little like mini, um, like, uh, like session with them on like how to pose. Okay. Um, and so that's, that is the, the, I think one of the biggest things that diff is different from a regular photo shoot is that, um, there's some coaching there okay. because these women, you know, don't really know how to pose. I, I don't know how to pose. Let me tell I you. I don't either. <laughs> don't ask me to get in front of a camera. When you were like, when, when you asked me today, you were like, do you want to be in front of the camera? I was like, yeah, can I just, I am so, <laughs> well, I don't know. I used to. I used, you to be, theater background. I used to be so good at taking dirty pictures of myself. <laughs> and then for, I don't know, I'm like pissed off like that I lost. I cannot, I, I'm so awkward. I think it's because I'm less limber. It's because I'm like older. Oh, so I yeah. used to be able to, I used to have, like I save, I, like, are you into dirty pictures? Like, do you like take dirty pictures of yourself? <laughs> I I don't, but like, I'm like an open book. Like, I don't care. I'm not judgmental. Um, like, I love sending dirty pictures to like the person that I'm with uh -huh. and like, I like at a certain age you just can't like pose as easily yeah. and like a lot of times when you're doing those kinds of boudoir poses where you're like ass is sticking out yep. and your and your boobs are sticking out and you're twisting so your hip is like turned but your belly is tucked like that requires a lot of like skill and like core strength oh it's a workout and, and then all of a sudden I was like I can't move my body this way and I'm like ah oh, these pictures are suffering and I'm like <laughs> <laughs> I need my own boudoir session. So if you are a boudoir photographer and you want to sponsor lipstick biddies, <laughs> boudoir yes. sesh, I really want like another like coaching lesson. It's so, uh, it's so hard, but like, that's what I love about, I, I've always wanted to do a boudoir session, even though I'm not seeing anyone, like just because like, I want to have like hot professional photos of myself yeah. in like sexy lingerie. Oh, yeah. They come out, I'm like, oof, like. And if you get it with a good photographer, they can make anyone really look like a model. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, and I think that's one of the, the big, um, uh, like, myths, I guess, of, of boudoir is that you have to have a partner um, or a significant other um, to, to do boudoir. Or, like, a lot of people will do them, like, before their wedding or whatever. But right. um, there's – we have, I've had plenty of clients that are just doing it for themselves, which I'm like, yes – like yeah. get it you know very empowering um but yeah i mean so so yeah we do the makeup the hair they do the posing and then they bring like a couple of like sexy shashi shashi yeah man uh <laughs> i'm the worst my my words will like railroad into each other all the time it's all good um but yeah they'll bring different outfits and yeah, and it's just that that that's kind of it. It's it's pretty simple at its core, um, but it really um, there's been a few clients that I've had, and I think this is like with any stuff, anything that you do as far as like network networking goes, you find people. Like I, I've had some clients that I um, I'm friends with now, mm. you know, and I know that it's like really changed their life. So. Um, I think that's what that's I cool. love about boudoir is that it's like very empowering mm -hmm. and that's what I like about makeup is I yeah. want you to feel empowered. Yeah. 
I love that. By whatever makeup that I'm doing. For and you. you're like a feminist, so this is like all up your alley. Oh yeah. yeah. Like I I I'm a huge fan of um gender bending and like just I just want everyone to to wear makeup at mm-hmm. all at all times. Like <laughs> I mean that sounds like <laughs> like I can't go out of the house with makeup, but like um I'm I've been working on a, a film with mm-hmm. a friend. Um mm-hmm. And uh, it's based in, like, the 1980s, and there's a lot of, like, LGBTQ representation throughout the film, mm-hmm. and I'm doing makeup on all genders, mm-hmm. and it's just so fun, That's and I so love exciting. it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I uh, yeah, I'm all for it. I definitely want to talk about um, this film that you're on, but first, before we move on to that, I just wanted to know, because we were also talking about how, um, you were talking about how, like, I think you were saying that like working in boudoir is kind of like showed showed you how to like be the reins of like the the mm-hmm. show. Can you talk a little bit about that? Like we've kind of talked about it in past episodes with Sarah Moss about bridal makeup and I feel like boudoir seems to I don't work in boudoir. It seems to be like kind of similar to bridal makeup where you're trying to like steer the person in the right direction yeah. and like coach them through it. Um so can you speak on that a little bit like how you uh you know, take the reins because I feel like a lot of people sometimes let the client like railroad them. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I mean, a lot of it is like learning the hard way. Um, I, I definitely do not let my clients see like, so, so when they sit down in the chair, we kind of talk about like their, their skincare and things like that. Um, and then I kind of catch a vibe as, as far as like what they want to, to look like. Um, and with the boudoir that I do, um, most of the makeup that I do is just, um, I'm just like accentuating what's already there. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to what I did with your face, except I would not, like the color that I have on your face mm-hmm. is not neutral yeah. enough for this particular photographer. Yeah. And so a lot of these people, a lot of the clients book this particular photographer because of because of the makeup and the style. Right. So they kind of already know what, what the makeup is going to look like. Yeah. Um, so I don't necessarily uh, talk to them about like what do you want out of this or whatever, but I do kind of talk to them about like their skin and what they're expecting. Um, mm-hmm. But as far as like taking the reins goes, I think um, I kind of I, I got that from uh, from bar- from years of bartending. Yeah, um, and I think it's a customer service thing um, specifically with with bartending and serving tables and and I think even makeup as well um, when I it's a fine line of course but I feel like when you come in and you um, have the like confidence mm-hmm. of um, like like I am the expert here mm-hmm. not not to say that they don't have any input but like I am um, I am here to guide you through this experience uh-huh. you know and I, um, I think it's important, like, to make suggestions. Like, if, a, like, for instance, let's take a bridal client, right? That's like, um, I want like a crazy lip, or I want this. I like they show you like a crazy cut crease, right? And they have, you know, like deep set eyes, deep set hooded eyes, right? You know, it's like, how do you explain to them that they're it? 
the picture that they showed you is not going to look the same. Right, right. So you, it's, you kind of have to guide them in a way that like, okay, you have this photo and I can do something similar to this, but like... Manage the expectations. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I, I think it is like... Um, it, it's all, it's, it's kind of hard to verbalize, honestly, but it's like, <laughs> it's, I feel like, yeah, it's like guiding the ship. Like I yeah. am here, you are sitting in my chair. This is my house. Right. You are welcome here, but like, uh, I am guiding you through this experience. Right. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And like, definitely like go back also. And if that's something that you feel like you're struggling with, go back and listen to the episodes with Sarah Moss from, uh, she talks about bridal makeup and talks about like specific verbiage you can even use. Yeah. Um, but I think that just like asserting your professionalism saying like, I know what I'm talking about. And this, if, if we do it this way, this is how it's going to look. And this is what's going to be the result. Yeah. And if that's what you want, then that's let's do it. Um, if you're looking, you know, like if someone asks, if someone wants a really like glossy like skin, um, is that going to be appropriate for the kind of photography that we're doing? And how to explain exactly. that, you're like, you could still look youthful and luminous, mm -hmm. but you know, we got to tone it down just because we're in a, you know, like professional photography setting and it's not going to read the same way and yeah. you don't want to look shiny and you, you know, don't want you to like look that. like you came out of a sauna. <laughs> I, I think just like, oops, drop my microphone. I think that just like continuing to like verbalize like what you know and making them understand that like you do know what you're talking about yeah. is super important. Um, so let's talk about so i know you're on a film set right now i had the pleasure of meeting some yeah. of your co-workers uh today which was really cool um i didn't know but like richmond has like a big film scene which is really cool yeah yeah um it's it's definitely growing um obviously it's not you know like atlanta although atlanta is like i think four times the city that richmond is right um but yeah i mean my my partner has has worked in the film industry for like the last 10 years and has consistent work um i mean it's not like all year round but there's pretty much every three months there's a show mm -hmm. or uh, a movie being filmed yeah. um currently um i'm not in a union but that's like that is the goal for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, Put it out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I definitely am. Um, and and I feel like this movie that I'm working on is really positioning me, uh, in in that direction. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah. So, um, uh, my friend uh, is ri uh, written and directed this film, um, directing this film, and it is a, uh, it's kind of like a fantasy, uh, horror, not like not like scary scary horror mm -hmm. but like more like kind of like uh like twin peaks kind of horror okay 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 um and so yeah it's based in like the 1980s and it's about like this you know group of kids and they go on they go out to this party it's like have you seen days and confused yeah okay so it's like day in the life of these teenagers mm -hmm. and it's like awkward you've got like the nerds and the party girls mm -hmm. and the bullies and all of your uh, archetypes right uh-huh um, and then they kind of like go on this crazy adventure I don't want to like give too much away yeah. but it's so um, I was kind of tell like telling you this a little bit earlier um, I, I do like working by myself and a lot of the stuff that you'll see on my Instagram makeup that I've done on myself is like me in my bathroom and in right. my studio doing my own makeup mm -hmm. and I love that but um and, and I definitely get things out of that but I think after years of working in a restaurant um I really like being a part of a team and being on set is like so like you have to be able to work 
Yeah. And you have to be able to, to like set some of your ego aside mm -hmm. and work with someone because you're collaborating. Right. Mm -hmm. And I, I love, I love to do that because I think at the end of the day, when you collaborate with someone, you make, um, you make something greater than you could make with yourself. And I think that is such a beautiful thing. Well, cause you're an artist too. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, it's like coming together and like making this beautiful like creative baby that's exactly why love, that's why i love like you know it's like i always joke like you know you see my reels and i'm like no no trade no no collabs but like i actually do really love collabs uh, i don't like the people that are thirsty to get me to work for free and there's a difference yeah. between that but like when i'm with the right team like i just did a shoot with actually my cousin and her husband who's a photographer in new york city and just like coming together and seeing everything come together on like a fashion shoot and like the clothes that she pulled and how the makeup looked and like you know how the model it's just like so beautiful and that's like why we do what we do that's how yeah well that's why most people like do it that are like have that artist background I feel like everybody does makeup for different reasons but the people that I resonate most with are the people that are actually like true artists and like yeah things like film things like photography where you're actually putting together something it's not just based on the client experience yeah it's it's like a whole different level of uh, makeup artistry. Um, I know you were saying also earlier about um, the looks that you're getting to do on like all genders. So as far as like the character design, have you been like in full creative control of like what the makeups look like or have they, you know, because I know some sometimes like the makeup is like designed by like, you know, like dictated in the script or is that something that you were able to kind of like take from the script and make your own? Um, it's a little bit of both. So, um, so yeah, the director, Ken, mm -hmm. um, I, I met him when he was doing um, special effects makeup for King's Dominion for like Hallow Scream. Just like I did, like I did the Six Flags yeah. uh, Fright Bus. Yeah. That's how I met Mickey. Yeah. And, <laughs> and so, this podcast, yeah, yeah. never would have jumped off if it wasn't for me meeting her and like mm -hmm. us starting it together. Um, yeah. So I, so I met him during that. Um, and well, I, so let me, I digress. I did not meet him. Uh, like I did not work with him on Hollow Scream, but I met him during that time when he was doing uh, effects makeup for that. Mm -hmm. And I was very interested. It was very early on, like not even like three months into my career. <laughs> and I didn't have a portfolio and I tried to like get on, like I was like, hey Ken, can you like get me on this? And he's like, yeah, email this person, blah, blah, blah. And then that person never reached out to me. But um, Ken and I like frequent the same bar. And okay. so I see Ken all the time and Ken has always been supportive of me. Um, and so when it came time to, you know, and, and since I've known him, he's always been like, I'm doing this movie and if you're interested in doing makeup, I'd love to have you. Mm -hmm. And then that turned into like the past six months, every time I would meet him out, he would like introduce me to his other people and be like, oh, this is Rachel. She's my key Aww. makeup and hair artist and everything. And I would be like, oh my God. So like, I guess I am doing this. Um, but, uh, sorry to answer your question. <laughs> um, I, so I do have a little bit of like free reign as far mm -hmm. as, um, like colors and things like right. that, that I'm choosing. But overall, um, and this is what I love about Ken's vision is that, um, everything is supposed to look like real life and they're all teenagers. So, so the you're makeup, pulling, it's like period, period makeup. Yeah, like definitely. You're pulling reference from like actual. Yeah. yeah. So it's, it's definitely, I, I don't know if it's like. I mean, Ken, Ken grew up uh, in and around the 80s, so um, 
I'm able to be like, hey. we're so old. I hate these babies. I'm 88. <laughs> I'm 91. Oh. <laughs> so not technically. Uh, Close enough. Uh, there's so much overlap between yeah. late 80s and early 90s, you know? Yeah. But um, I'm, I'm able to be like, hey, Ken, here's some, like, inspo that I'm thinking. What do you think? And he's like, yes, no, this, whatever. Uh-huh. Um, but he uh, he basically wants everyone to look, like, super greasy and shiny. Plus, a lot of this is, like, low light. So okay. that shine is really going to help with the contours and things like that. And okay. picking up faces on camera. Okay. Um, but I loved one of the words that he used um, in regards to, like, describing the makeup, which was innocent. Mm. So I feel like um, if you look at 80s makeup and and even like, maybe not so much 60s, but like 70s and 80s makeup, um, it wasn't like the makeup nowadays where everything is like so precise and refined. It was just like very, uh, not necessarily messy, but like... um, No one knew what the fuck they were doing. Yeah. And I and like and I go back and look and I know a lot of people like hate on 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 uh, the '80s makeup, but I love that it's just so innocent. It's, it's the yeah. perfect word yeah. for it, and that's what um, you know. Coupled with the fact that like all of these, uh, all of the characters in the show are like punk teenagers, mm-hmm. the makeup is so freeing and so messy, and it's just I've had so much fun with it. Yeah, um, it's 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 simple to the point um but yet it's like it's it's editorial too in in its own way mm-hmm. um yeah i i i feel like a lot of times this is i'm kind of going off on a tangent but um i think you've seen some of the looks that i do mm-hmm. uh, on myself and a lot of times if i get to a point where i'm getting frustrated and i feel like the makeup for me is getting too uh what i like to call fussy where I'm trying to, I, I get in my perfectionist mode where I'm like, right. it's not looking like I want to. Yeah. I go, okay, let's stop for a second and we're just going to fuck it all up. And I'm I, so much, yes. and I'm so much happier in the end because when you, it's almost like abstract art. It's like, I know what I'm doing when I'm fucking this up and I know which direction, like whether it's the lip that I'm messing up or the eye or both, um, I end up being happier with the result because um, I just feel like it's so much more, like authentic like I'm not trying to be something that I'm not yeah um and I feel like that's kind of how I feel about the movie the the makeup that I'm doing for this movie so yes it is Ken's vision but I am um I do have uh I wouldn't say free reign Mm -hmm. but I do have some creative creative um, freedom freedom which is nice because a lot of times you don't get that yeah yeah, no, I get that. Um, so you were saying, and I, I remember you doing some story about that. Like, you literally had, like, smudged the makeup on your face. And, like, I can't tell you how many, like, I feel like we have probably a similar creative process. So you're you're an artist, like, mm-hmm. right? Like, mm-hmm. what what's your medium? Um, I I don't have one. <laughs> I think I right now, definitely makeup. Makeup. And I think it will always be makeup. Um, I think that's where uh my my heart is um because I like makeup on myself I like making people feel beautiful I also like creating an image and a character and bringing that to life um and like like all things film and and camera and Mm -hmm. fashion Mm -hmm. so I think that's where I'll that's where I will stay Mm -hmm. um but as far as like art that I've done I mean you can see like there's photography up here there's sculpture so we're actually in if you're not watching on YouTube we're in uh, Rachel's apartment so we're sitting in front of like a wall of art 
so yeah <laughs> you did so, so you did some of this yeah well this is my father's painting okay um this is like a work in progress that's some photography I've done some like mixed meat I've, I've really I've done it all mm-hmm. and I don't really um I don't I don't confine myself to one medium yeah if I want to do a painting if I want to do a pottery class if I want to do photography um, I like bouncing around. I'm I'm 100% a chameleon, and then the same yeah. same way with my makeup. Like yeah. I don't like wearing the same makeup every day. I wanna it, it's contingent on my mood, right? You know, um, I I will say that I do gravitate more towards um, like painting and oil pastels uh-huh. and things like that. Um, I love uh, I love mixing colors, mm-hmm. and I also really like. Um, I've always loved pottery. Mm-hmm. I, I actually kind of want to take a pottery class too. Ooh. But next um, time when when we see each other, we'll have to do one together. I've always yeah. wanted to do that. Let's do it. Have my little ghost moment. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> take a little video of it with a little squirrel. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> little squirrel thing. Well, I'll put a, I'll put a picture up. Uh, like, cause you guys can't see exactly what's going on. <laughs> Even on the YouTube, I feel like you can't see exactly what's going on. But we'll, we'll post pictures. We'll post pictures. Yes. So. Um, it's it's so funny because like when I'm doing when I'm doing my own makeup and I'm playing like nine times out of ten even even if I'm on a test shoot if the photographer isn't like pressing me on what the concept is I usually don't go like I have maybe a couple ideas in my head based on what the model looks like but like nine times out of ten it goes in like a completely different direction Mm -hmm. and sometimes I I'm sure this is like so many makeup artists can relate to this. How many of how many of you biddies halfway through your makeup you're like what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on? Where the fuck am I? Where where are we? Where is this going? And then you're like panicking. You're like panicking. And then like you put on like one more thing and then all of a sudden Boom. it starts coming back together. You got to trust that process, baby. Just like Ashley said in that episode, trust the fucking process because it's like literally you just have to trust yourself as an artist that it's going to come together. And I don't think that I don't remember a time where there was a makeup that I couldn't like save. Same. Yeah. Yeah. I, so it's funny, <laughs> um, man, I could, I can talk about like the creative process right. for hours. It's like fascinating I to know, me. We have to do a t- part two. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, I started doing this thing where, uh, like makeup looks on myself. Mm-hmm. Um, when I'm feeling, uh, like, uh, like I have like writer's block basically. Um, where uh, I I feel like I'm in a creative rut. I will have an idea for makeup and I'll execute it. Uh, but I will take pictures throughout the process. Mm. Where I um, like the one that I just recently posted with like the crazy hair uh-huh. and the like uh, bleached brows. Oh, okay. Um, well, like the the weird outlined red lip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I that had many phases, and I was like, okay. I'm not really sure what I want to do, but I kind of want to document this throughout. So like the first rendition was like all monochromatic with a bleach brow and a nude lip. And then I added blush and I took pictures. And then I added the lip liner and I took pictures. Mm. And then I had one final one, which I didn't post. That was like, I did some crazy stuff with my lips and just kept exaggerating everything that I put on my face. But the purpose of that, and I think I'm going to do more of this because I came out of it. I learning so much about myself um, and, and... uh, and and how what what's going on in my brain? Uh, it's almost like a meditation practice. Like what's what's going on with my thoughts as I'm creating. Mm-hmm. And what I realized was that uh, like you catch your stride, right? Mm-hmm. It's just like in a in a um, 
uh, in a photo shoot, like it's right in the middle, yeah. right where you get those like three best photos or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I kind of felt that way where like the last thing that I did with the makeup, I looked back through all those photos and I was like, okay, this is where I needed to stop. Right. You know? And so right. that's why I chose that photo versus the end the result. End um, but you also never know until you just try it. Yeah. That's why it's like, you know, if you're on, if you have the creative freedom on like a test shoot to just do that one extra look. And even if you don't photograph it, like really like talking to the photographer being like, can I just like try this one thing? And like, if it only takes you like five, 10 minutes to execute, which a lot of the last looks yeah. of an editorial shoot like are like that, mm-hmm. um, just try it because yeah. you're never going to know. You, <laughs> we were talking about this before, like don't worry about yeah. like what the end result is going to be because you just need to just do it and yeah. see what it is. I think one of the, the biggest things, if I could like give other artists um, advice just across the board, doesn't matter if it's makeup, painting, photography, whatever, just A, never stop playing and experimenting because you're going to learn. And also don't be afraid of making a mistake. Sometimes those mistakes turn out to be some of the best artwork that you've ever made. Mm-hmm. And also, you're going to make bad art. Mm-hmm. It's part of the process. Mm-hmm. And be okay with it and move on. You can't always have something that's going to be great, you know? And and during those times when, you're, when you feel like you're fucking up or you feel like you're making bad art, breathe, let it just soak it in. And it's not, it's, you're not a bad artist mm-hmm. because you make bad art. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Yeah. So like... Never stop playing and don't be afraid of fucking up because it's inevitable. You're mm-hmm. gonna do it. It's like Bob Ross with like the the happy accidents yes, or whatever. Exactly. Like exactly. <laughs> what does he say? Exactly. What's, what does he say? Like he's like, oh, it's like an act. You know, like that's a. <laughs> I think it is like happy, happy accidents or, or something, something like, like happy little trees. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean. Yeah, it's just like oh well, and that's I think I Bob Ross the fuck out of like most of my makeup. So I'm like, oh, oops, yeah. I dropped. I remember I was doing when I did the makeup show um, demo for Ruby May Cosmetics. I was working with these holographic flakes, and mm. they were they were like big and chunky, but they literally like when you pick them up. They would fly everywhere. It wasn't like glitter where they like, like gold stay. flake. Yeah, yeah. But like they were crushed up in a jar. So yeah. with gold flake, I feel like you have a little bit more control because mm-hmm. you're like peeling it off. But this was literally like I opened the jar and it just like kind of went on her face. And I didn't know at the time, <laughs> but like you really couldn't see the detail. But I was like, oh, we're gonna go with it. It's gonna be like faux freckles, <laughs> faux glitter freckles. And I'm just like, whatever, fuck it. And then afterwards, I realized I was like, oh, no one could even see it. But I was just like, you know, sometimes you just gotta go with it. You do, yeah, and I think that's another thing too about um, being a makeup artist is uh, you have to be quick on your feet, uh, resilient, and intuitive. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because you can have an idea of what you want to do on someone's face. Nine times out of ten, you don't know who's going to be sitting in your chair. You've right. never seen their face, so you have to be quick on your feet as far as like if a product isn't working on someone's skin, or if it's like setting too cakey or too oily or whatever. Right. You got to be able to quick fix that. You know what I mean? So yeah, um, I think that's why I go back to like experiment and play because you're going to learn so much and mm-hmm. and you're going to build that like intuitive muscle yeah. that learns so like you were saying i can save any makeup fuck up that i have yeah and that's because you know what you need to do in that instant right and the only way you learn that is by fucking up exactly the only <laughs> so. way that you learn is by making mistakes exactly hopefully 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 <laughs> And um, it's always good when it happens on, like, a test shoot and stuff. Like, it's not like oh, a paid yeah. client. So um, we are coming up on an hour, which is crazy. It always yeah. goes so fast. Um, we'll definitely have to do, like, a part two. But yeah, you you know, because, like, you've been a listener of the podcast. You mm-hmm. know, at the end of every episode, we play my favorite 
game would you rather it's like one of my favorite games and if you follow me on instagram at lipstick biddies i will always make a post and a poll in my stories so make sure if you'd like to play along um i love to hear what you guys think i always will post it the same week so make sure to uh, play along and let me know what you think uh, i actually have two and i don't know if i'll keep both of these in the episode but like one is like kind of specifically related to you and then oh. one is like one is just like more general that i just thought of so so, <clears throat> okay, so the first one that I came up with, because you have, like, amazing tattoos. We were talking about this earlier. Okay, okay. <laughs> so would you rather never wear makeup again or get a really bad tattoo and it's visible and, like, big? <laughs> Rachel. <laughs> um, and you can't cover it up. It's, like, there. Like, you're, like, are we talking, like... We're uh, talking about, like, a big penis on your forearm, like... Like, offensive? Nah, well, maybe not, like, penis, but just, like, ugly, an ugly tattoo. Um, I'm gonna go with an ugly tattoo, because <laughs> I have, especially with this show, I've gotten really good about tattoo, really good about doing <laughs> tattoo cover. Oh, you found the loophole. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, that in, that intuitive muscle, I gotta work quick. You gotta work, work quick. You're like, bitch, I can do a tattoo cover, okay. <laughs> okay, I see you, all right. <laughs> Sorry, it was a not so safe. That's really funny. That's really funny because I wouldn't have even thought of that. Um, so question number two. Uh, maybe I'll use both these, but I was just thinking of this one. It's just like totally general. But would you rather be doing someone's makeup and you have to go pee really bad or you're doing someone's makeup and you have uncontrollable nervous laughter? <laughs> so basically one is you're very uncomfortable. The other one is like you're making the client very uncomfortable. Um, I feel like I always have to pee really bad, so I'm used to that. Yeah. So you choose that one? Yeah, I choose that one. Yeah, yeah definitely. Suffer, suffer in silence. I feel like we've suffered through a lot yeah. of sessions with many ailments as makeup artists. Oh, yeah. That's crazy. So, Rachel, it was so much fun having you. Yay, thank this you. Was so much fun. Yeah, well, thank you for having me, like, stay with you and giving, me, giving me your space. Absolutely. <laughs> On this road trip. I have eight hours to drive tomorrow, so it's nice to have somewhere um, to spend that's not a hotel room and yeah. being able to see you because you were yeah. on the way. Um, and so before we go, um, do you have any like parting uh, words, advice, and can you let the listeners know where they can find you on social media if they want to connect? Um, yeah, so you can find me on social media. Um, my account is just Rachel Austin Boxley. Um, I am have a website that is under construction right now, um, but should be up and running soon. Mm -hmm. I'm super excited about it. Um, so I will I will have that. Um, and then like if you go to that website. Mm -hmm. There is a link to my um, email that you can contact me through there if you need to. Or honestly, I still answer my DMs mm -hmm. and things like that. Um, yeah, and I, I just, I guess I want to like, you know, just, just please don't stop playing. Please don't, please just keep like, uh, like listen to your inner child and, and don't be afraid to play always in life. Yeah. Cool. I love that. Great. Well, thank you again, Rachel, and uh, we'll talk to you biddies next week.